Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is IceCreamGraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. One, two, three, four. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, friends. podcast and uh, just want to welcome all of you. Sorry, I have been away for a while. Things here in my life, not in the podcasting life, but in the big life in general, that is the Tombo Baldwin life has been crazy busy and it's no excuse to neglect you, which I have neglected you. It has been a couple weeks since I've dropped a podcast. And so please, please, please accept my deepest apologies. I have been working and you're just like, you haven't put a podcast out. <laughs> well, as all of you that listen on a regular basis know that I am not as of yet a professional podcaster. I am a redneck that lives in Montana that loves my family loves community and loves people and loves seeing people succeed. And all that love still hasn't made me successful, but I think it's going to take here pretty soon. So yes, I've been working doing everything from painting, which I'm trying to get away from to masonry, to drywall, to all kinds of work. And so, yes, I have been very busy. And so please accept my deepest apologies. You are important. And so I am, I'm so excited. I am getting ready to go to Florida tomorrow to see my brother. And so I'm making sure that I get a couple of podcasts done before I leave. So they're in the queue. So they're ready for you. And so I'm not neglecting you. It has been, you guys, and this is chagrin on me because I talk about community and I talk about relationships. And my brother and I, we have always got along. We're quite different, but we have always got along, but it has been, oh, I'm almost, I'm almost ashamed to tell you how long it has been since we have got together, seen each other face to face, been able to greet each other face to face, not on a phone, not on a device, you know, in the same location, face to face. My wife and I have been married 32 years this year. I know, yay. You're all like, yes. Some of you are like, man, how, dude, how do you do that? <laughs> Maybe sometime we'll, we'll go there. We've had the lovely Adrian on, which is absolutely a delight to have the lovely Adrian on. But my brother came to see us this summer. We got married in the fall. He came to see us that following summer. That is the last time that I've seen him face to face. And you're like, 30 plus years. I know. Is that not crazy? So, it's what I want to talk about today. The first off is don't neglect your relationships like I did. Relationships are so important. And it has taken the death of my dad for my brother and I. And like I said, there hasn't been animosity between us. We're very different. And so we move in different circles and we have different interests. And so there hasn't been animosity, but there has been apathy between us in our relationship. And what's hilarious is as kids, we were best buds and we had our own friends, but we did so much together and we got along so well and we got in trouble together so 
Well, oh my gosh. I mean, I joke, but I think I'm serious that my brother and I, between the ages of five to maybe 10 ish, probably got disciplined at least once a day all those years, maybe with a couple respite days in between. But man, were we rambunctious and did we, we love to have fun. And sometimes I crossed the boundaries of what was allowed in our family and lawful in regards to municipalities and cities and schools. So, yeah. And so when we were young and my parents divorced when uh, I was a teenager and Mike was a, a preteen, maybe we were both preteens. I know that we were still living in Nebraska and it seemed like I was around 13, but I actually think it was probably younger than that. And for a short period of time, we lived together with my dad, but then Mike went to live with my mother and uh, I chose to stay living with my dad, which there was no, uh, there was a little pressure <laughs> as sometimes parents do, but not, not much. It was pretty, um, things went pretty smoothly in regards to that. And we would see each other in summers and there'd be that back and forth distance. But as my parents, and when they were divorced, moved separately and they both got remarried, they moved to different parts of the country, which made it harder for us to see each other. And basically we drifted apart and there was, there was no animosity between us. And so if you are, and I'm just going to put this admonition out, a parent of, and, and you're divorced and you have kids and those kids happen to be get separated. I'm just saying work really hard to help those kids stay connected and be connected. I think if my parents had been proactive, Mike and I would have had a little tighter relationship, but I'm not blaming them because we make our own choices as adults. And it's ridiculous, okay, for 30 years to pass and not to see my brother. And quite honestly, we didn't even talk that much. And it wasn't that there was animosity. I mean, every story has different circumstances, you know, and there were outlying circumstances that played in to our relationship and, and our ability to connect. But if I had had determination, I could have overcome those obstacles. And my dad really did when he was alive. He stayed not as well connected with Mike as he should have, but just definitely not as long as our relationship that we've been apart. And so all of that to say this, you can make change right now. Okay, you may have had a habit. You may have been doing something for a very, very long time. You may have had a strained relationship for a very, very long time. You may have oh, any number of things that seem normal. Maybe it's a habit of overeating like I have had, which I'll probably talk about in the next podcast, go a little more in depth in that. But no matter what is going on in your life, and this is a realization that came, and many of you remember a lot of the podcasts that I did around my dad passing, and there was some determination when my dad passed about making some changes and carrying on the legacy that he, that would honor him, not that he would be proud of it and he would be happy, but my dad has always been proud and happy of what me and my brother have done. He may not have always agreed with it, but he has always been proud, and so when dad passed, there was some determination in, in regards to that. And one of the things was to stay connected with my brother not even stay connected to get back to that place of reconnection with Mike. And when I realized that dad passed, things change in an instant. Okay. And with dad, I was pretty grateful that I had spent time and that we had talked on a regular basis. But I realized in that instance, when I got that phone call and I barely got to Billings, as most of you know, before 
dad actually passed, things change so fast and they change in an instance. And my whole world changed in an instant. And I realized that dad was gone. And so that circumstance happened to me. And so what has grown and what has built out of that and what this podcast is moving towards and what I'm trying to say and what I'm going to say here is that I'm not going to let change happen to me. Okay. Change does happen. Okay. But I'm going to be proactive as much as I can and I'm going to make change and I'm not necessarily going to wait for an invitation. You can change in a moment and a heartbeat. My brother and I needed a little more incentive, if I just be honest with you, because after dad passed, we, you know, we espoused, hey, let's get together, let's do that. And as all of you know, life comes in and life kind of squeezes you. And as life squeezed me, and I'm sure it squeezed my brother, that became, you know, less of a priority, even though it was in my mind. And Adrian and I were making plans, and I'm sure Mike was too, but we weren't, you know, we weren't that, what would you call it, uber, super serious until my mom fell. My mom fell and she injured herself and fairly severely. She's doing better now and she's recovering now. But it was like all of a sudden we are, and I reference this in my orphan podcast. And so by the time you guys listen to this, you will have heard the orphan podcast. And so you'll know the circumstances around that. And if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, I wanted to go see my mom and she lives in Las Vegas. And for different circumstances, she didn't want me to come see her. Some of those around COVID and some of those around other issues. And so I was a little bit hurt, but it, it spurred some really good things. And I encourage you, if you haven't listened to the orphan podcast, please listen to the orphan podcast. There's some really good stuff in that podcast. But then it's bird is like, well, Mike, I was planning to go somewhere. Can I come see you? And he's like, absolutely. And so it's like, you can make that change 30 years of not being in relationship, not seeing my brother. You can change that in the heartbeat. And so whatever your issue is in the next podcast, I'm going to talk about my relation to food. You may have a lifetime of overeating. You may have a lifetime of anger. You may, in this podcast, with Yup Podcast, we talk about psychology. You may have a lifetime of manipulation. Okay, this is hard and we've talked about it, but you can make a change in an instant, instant change. Okay, there's often a walking out of that change. When uh, I booked the plane ticket with my brother, that was the instant change. Okay, I walked all I walked out all the steps to get there and I'm still walking out those steps. You know, part of that was making sure that things at home are taken care of and that my podcast audiences are taken care of because I have three podcasts. And so there's been a lot of things walking that out, but things that you maybe wouldn't think about. I haven't been face to face with my brother for 30 years. And so there's a little nervousness about that. And I have to confess, there's some things that in my mind, the self-talk is like, Tom, are you sure you really want to do this? And so there is some walking out of your decision because we can make instant decisions and we'll be like, well, that was a rash decision. Well, it was sort of rash, but it was a right decision to be in relationship with my brother because there are not extenuating circumstances like endangerment or anything like that would cause me not to be in relationship with him, which there are for some of you, and you have to put a little more thought into that, into that decision is maybe not healthy. This is healthy. And the restoration that'll happen from this and for me to meet my nephew and possibly, and I hope this is how it pans out, that Mike would come visit up here and he can meet his nephews and nieces that are my sons and daughters. And 
would just be wonderful. And so when you make that instance decision, there are more decisions that will need to follow that. But change can happen in an instant. Now, most of the time, I would say all the time, but that's not a pretty extreme phrase, but most of the time when you make an instant decision, there are other decisions that need to follow up and reinforce that decision to walk down this new path. But that instant decision can be so powerful in your life. In my life with this decision about my brother and some decisions I've made around food and actually in some future podcasts, I'm going to make tell you about some decisions I've made about my thinking and, and going farther and, and having those to walk out those decisions about how I think and how I process and how I become an observer of my own thinking. But this whole instant change thing, it's so powerful because that instant change that happens right away, that smack, that clap, and that instant decision where you're just like, wow, this has been going on too long. I'm going to stop it. What that does, it takes like this big stone ball and it just smacks it and it starts to give it a little momentum. And as that ball begins to roll, it gets momentum and pretty soon it becomes this unstoppable movement. And when you make that decision, there's some powerful things that happen. Now, if you're thinking like I am, we can sometimes make those decisions, you know, and you're just like, what if I make a bad decision? Well, we are talking around decisions about lifelong habits that are not good, like overeating, like, you know, estranged relationships or just distant relationships. And we were talking, we're talking about instant decisions that we know in the back of our minds that they're good and right and that we don't have any doubt. We have things that surround those decisions that make them scary and add some fear and trepidation and panic and nervousness that cause us not to make them. And so when we make that instant decision, it's kind of like, bam, oh my gosh, that ball's already rolling. I paid for that plane ticket. And most of us don't just like to give away $100 bills and multiple $100 bills, depending on where you're flying from and the other expenses that are associated with that. And so when you make that instant decision, that ball's rolling and you're kind of in that court. And you know it's a good decision, but those like little voices that are out there start to kind of beep, 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 talk to you. Ah, are you sure? No, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Well, maybe I'm not sure, but I already bought that ticket. I'm going. That power of that momentum decision is really, really good. And we are talking about healthy decisions. We're not talking about any decision. So I am so excited to see my brother. And I'm so excited because, you know, I used to make these decisions like this more frequently than I have. I think I've got old and a little set in my ways, which I don't really like admitting to you guys because that's... It shows vulnerability, which is really good, Tom. That helps people make change. I'm telling myself all this stuff because I really ultimately in doing this podcast, I do care about you and I want you to learn. And if you can garner anything from my life circumstances or the issues or the poor decisions I've made and then relay into you the good decisions, if any of that helps you, I'm just like, that's a thumbs up moment. Makes me happy. Causes me to have that warm, fuzzy feeling inside. I want to go back. I want to be more like that because I know that I have things in my life that need those kind of decisions that get that momentum, get that ball rolling. And once that ball's rolling, it's easier to make those other decisions because you have some commitment going on and there's a path that is being paved, you know, as a stone ball rolls, it kind of makes an impact 
and it creates a path that you can begin to go down. And so there's some really powerful things. And so I want to engage more of this in my life because it causes me to be more committed and less hedging my bets. Now, we're not talking necessarily about huge risk taking. We are talking about things that they've been going on in the background apps in our brains that we know it's like you should make that decision. Maybe for you, it's just like, You've been eating really poorly and your health is catching up to you and you just need to make that snap decision. Maybe it's like you are going to join that expensive diet program and you're just going to do it and there's no refund for you. You're committed. You know it's the right decision. You've been thinking about it for a while and so you know it's, and now you're committed so you can't get a refund and you've invested money. So now the choices become easier and there's some empowerment that happens there because you're going to see the benefits of this. And so I just encourage you, if something's been going on a long time, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Can you get it through your head? Stop with your reasons right now. Boy, I hear them. I, I can hear them. This podcast isn't even out there. And you're like, dude, you're some kind of woo-woo. Yes, I am. I can already hear your excuses. Just let them go. Let's, uh, we haven't done this in a long time. As we wrap up here, let's just take a couple deep breaths. Just let it out. Now let those things that you just wanted to make excuses for sit on the table and maybe yes if they were there i don't want to guarantee anything but i think you have opportunity right now to make some powerful change and so my friends why not right because as we end here you know what's coming you can do it because why because i got you i do i got you i do Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.